0: Hey there, podcast listeners. Since the time of recording this episode, we've changed our name to be Truest Leadership Institute. You can learn more about this podcast and about the Truest Leadership Institute by visiting us on the web at truestleadershipinstitute.com. And now, back to the episode. You have a lot of responsibilities during times of change or when you've got external factors impacting your business how do you stay on track with your leadership strategies and make sure that you're leading most effectively? On today's episode of Leadership Amplitude, I have Dr. Steve Swavely from the Leadership Institute joining us to talk to us about a great tool that we can use to stay anchored in our leadership. Thank you so much for joining us today, Steve.
1: Uh, Ana, I'm happy to be here, and I think it's a really important time for people to know about the power of a leadership purpose.
0: Now, uh, as our audience has um, probably heard over the last few episodes, we, at the time of this recording, are still within a time frame where social distancing is being practiced. And so um, you could probably tell by the audio that uh, both Steve and I are called into this podcast. Um, So bear with us a little bit uh, with the unusual format. Um, But we're excited to to get this started. And, Steve, before we got on this call and I I hit the record button, you were telling me about how you had a lot of different hats that you're having to wear. I think you talked about um, having to manage responses and having to deal with administrative needs and communication needs. So you have a lot going on. How are you staying (laughs) grounded in all of that?
1: Yes, I do have a lot going on, and um, you know I think it's true for everybody. We're all trying to uh, juggle a lot of different balls, um, both in the professional world and and in our personal world. And um, the you know the 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 best the best way to help stay grounded in all of that is to as much as you can keep some of your normal routine in in place, things that you. Used to do before the the pandemic crisis um, that you use to relieve stress frequently those things are the first to drop out in these times and I always encourage people revisit some of those if if you used to exercise regularly don't let that drop out um, even if you can't do it as much as you used to um don't let it drop out completely or a hobby or um, whatever ways that you used to Uh, hit the reset button, and decompress prior to this, you still should be doing some of those things.
0: You know, Steve, I I must confess that I am guilty of binge working, and that really drives my stress up and makes me more receptive to what we were talking about in our last episode with Jenny, which is our triggers. And one of the things that uh, Jenny mentioned as a, a tool for being able to manage our responses to that, was um, something I'd love to hear more about from you, and and that is she recommended using our leadership purpose. What is the leadership purpose?
1: Yeah, you know, um, let, me, let me back up a little bit from that question and just first talk a little bit about um, of the science behind leadership purpose because I think a lot of people don't really recognize that leadership purpose has some hard science behind it and it, it comes out of, the, out of the field of neuroscience. You know, today we have these devices you can actually watch the brain think and watch it process information and those, that technology has allowed us to better understand how, for example, Thoughts and values and um, things such as a leadership purpose can actually have an impact on the brain. And from that, what we've learned is that holding a positive thought in your mind, such as a leadership purpose, has a profound impact on our neurochemistry and and therefore our state of mind. And so, uh, a leadership purpose is really it's a it's a target that we all are trying to achieve in our leadership. That is a positive thought, a positive um, target that we're all working towards. And by keeping that in the front forefront of our thinking, it helps create the neurochemistry if you will that um, keeps us from moving into a negative state of mind
0: now Steve I know that you had recently written a, a article on or a white paper on the neuropsychology of leadership purpose and we do have that on the web tell me a little bit about what is in that that leaders can use
1: well there's a there's There's a much more in-depth discussion of the science behind a leadership purpose, and I put that in there because, again, I wanna—I really want to emphasize that um, the concept of a leadership purpose is really powerful, and I think many people see it as soft or the soft skills kind of piece of of leadership, but there's really some hard science behind it. So the article starts out with um, some real detailed information about what does the leadership purpose actually do, what parts of the brain are involved, and how does it have its impact? Um, and and then it also um, goes into helping people understand a little bit more about how to use that purpose.
0: So thinking about our current environment, does leadership purpose really make a difference? Because honestly, it does sound a little I don't know if this word will make a lot of sense. Fluffy, a little. Uh, I think you said soft skills was the term you used.
1: Is yeah. It really, yeah. Is that real? It is is a leadership purpose real? Is that what you're asking? The impact. Or does it real?
0: really make a a difference?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it absolutely does. The. Um, and I think particularly at a time when we may be prone to let the emotional part of our brain take control of our our thinking and our actions and our emotions, um, we need to be on guard against that. and the value of a leadership purpose is it helps prevent that from happening. You know if you sit down and you listen to the news today, um, you're gonna get a lot of of, of things that are likely to activate that fear response. And to combat that, you've got to keep positive thinking in the forefront of your mind. And one form of that positive thinking is your leadership purpose, particularly for our executive leaders out there and our business leaders that are trying to, um, in many cases, just help their organizations survive this. And And in the middle of all of that um, crisis, our brains are wired to go into that fight-or-flight mode, which served us in crisis uh, modes that we might have had back in the days when we lived on the the savannah, and the threats to us were physical threats. But in today's world, the threats are as much psychological as they are physical, as in the case of this virus. And and what we're seeing is that um, there are certain things we can do to avoid that physical threat, such as the social distancing, but there are also things that we can do to avoid that psychological threat. And the more that we practice those things, the more that we will be successful in not only overcoming the threat, but maybe coming out in the end a better leader, a better person, a better organization, a better community, a better world.
0: I love that. That just, it sounds like it really can help anchor you in what where you fit into all of this, which is, it's hard to figure that out right now.
1: Absolutely, yes. It's hard to figure, you know, the, 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 our brain's a funny mechanism at the very time when we need to be using our, our decision-making and our reasoning and our problem-solving capabilities, the brain shifts to this more primitive emotional system and it gets in the way of our being able to, to act in the most effective manner. And we can combat that, again, by keeping our leadership purpose, Thing that, that we're trying to achieve in our organization or with our leadership, uh, front and center, and not lose sight of that. That that never goes away, and no matter what's happening in the outside world, and we need to keep that focus.
0: Steve, um, we have been going through this this social distancing environment for now. Uh, depending on when you mark it, we'll just say a a few weeks, a couple weeks to a few weeks. And at this point, um, I think that it would be fair to say that there are some of us who have already responded to things in a way we didn't like or had conversations that we reflected on that we're maybe even embarrassed about and that some of what we're experiencing is not just fear but also regret and maybe even a little sense of being out of control of ourselves how do we how do we leverage purpose when we're dealing not so much with fear but with regret
1: yeah well you know the brain responds to fear and regret in exactly the same way so um Regret is just another form of that emotional negative emotional response um rather than responding to a threat that's in the future you're responding to a threat that happened in the past. We begin to perseverate on that on that on that thought and obsess about that regret and and all that does is continue to activate the 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 fear response in the brain and all of the neurochemistry that goes along with that peer response continues to stay um, if, if flowing, if you will, through the cells of our, of, of our, of our brain, that, that neurochemistry. the leadership A leadership purpose can help offset that and can help reset the brain and get you out of that problem-focused thinking into more solution-focused thinking.
0: So it sounds like it's okay if mistakes have been made.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, we're all going to make mistakes. We are all dealing with um, a a new world right now. Our leaders and our organizations around the globe are having to lead in ways they've never had to lead before. They're having to deal with novel circumstances, with novel situations with problems that they've never, ever faced before, and um, they're going to make mistakes. That's, that's to be expected. The great leaders will be the ones that will put those mistakes behind them, go back and do whatever cleanup they need to do to, to, to um, resolve or um, clarify those mistakes, learn from those mistakes, and um, move forward. Keep your focus on the possibilities that can happen by moving forward and not obsessing on mistakes that you made along the way.
0: Now, I know that part of our Mastering Leadership Dynamics program, where we do a lot of work around helping people really deeply and intimately recognize their purpose, um, I know that a component of that is peer support. So we keep our class sizes very small. for The purpose of allowing these really deep relationships to form and, and having those relationships that continue on outside of the program. I'm wondering if you have any guidance for someone who maybe hasn't necessarily been through the program but is experiencing maybe some loneliness. And that's what's getting them a little bit off purpose. How do they foster a relationship? How do they identify a peer that they can have that kind of accountability and support?
1: Yeah, well, well, I would say there's a lot of ways to do that. I think what you, and you've touched on this with with your question, I think one of the
0: keys
1: is, is to recognize that that social isolation, that loneliness, if you will, is, is, in fact, a trigger, that it is, in fact, a, a circumstance that can activate the fight or flight response of, of our brains. We are, we are, we have evolved to be social creatures, meaning we need other people around us. And some of us need and like to have lots of people. And some of us like to just have a few people, but we all need interaction with with others. And as as a result of the 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 need to have the social distancing, and we're you know, we're sending everybody at, that we can to work from home. Um, we're we're actually setting up the a, a prime environment where social. Social isolation can breed within individuals. And, and so just rec, number one, recognizing that that is a real that is creating the threat response in your brain is a useful tool to, to, to have it your, in your toolkit. Um, how you deal with that is really very, very um, specialized. It depends on the person. For some people, um, reaching out and having phone conversations with colleagues is, is is a great way to do that. For other people it's more about interacting um through through texting. You know, our younger folks in in our in our business world um really enjoy texting more than they enjoy um phone conversations. Um however you do your communication, the important thing is that you do it and that you don't let the Circumstances of being in a work from home, a work remotely environment, prevent you from doing that. It's the same. It's the same philosophy as with the exercise, right? At the very time when we need to be doing some of those things that help us um, hit the reset button and manage our stress, they drop out. Well, the same is happening here with the social isolation. At the very time we need to be connecting with people, um, that the opportunities to do so are reduced because of our of our social um distancing uh requests from um you know from from our from our government and from our organizations and so being very intentional about making those social connections would be very important yeah wonderful
0: I'm just making a note of your tips. So we've talked about, you know, leadership purpose as being a, a guidepost almost uh, a a compass for navigating and, and staying grounded in changing circumstances. And we've talked about self care and, and how to just be mindful not to not to give in to the need to to work binge work maybe. Um as well as not allowing yourself to become too overly social isolated, to make use of some of those resources um, to connect with other people. And it sounds like all those things work together to keep us focused and, and leading. Are, do you have any other tips for leaders that reinforce their purpose and, and give them an extra boost in, in, in their leadership?
1: Well, you know, I would say at this time when um, all of us have ten things to do and time to do five of them in the course of our day, as more and more things get put on our plate, um, the tendency is to hunker down and to pay attention to all of the details of of those tasks and to get so sucked into the, the um, objective of completing those tasks that we lose sight of the why, that we lose sight of why are we doing this? Why am I spending the time to pull all these spreadsheets together? Why am I spending the time to um, create an alternate plan for how I'm going to finance my, my business moving forward? Um, how, wh- why am I spending the time to do um, all of this special uh, planning and scheduling when I've got um, people now that are spread out all over the, the, the um, community that I'm trying to coordinate and get things done? Why will keep, we'll keep you um, focused on and in the right mindset to, to accomplish those things? And the why is your leadership purpose. Why, why are you running your business to begin with? What is it that you are trying to accomplish by doing the business that you're in and leading the team that you are leading? So when you step back and look at that larger, that larger why, it, it gives you the capacity to see the bigger picture, and to not let the details that can be very very um, threatening can be very very um, concerning and activate those again activate those um, those problem focused parts of our of our brain and being able to take a step back and reminding ourselves of okay why are we doing this what's our what's our purpose here what's our leadership purpose what am I trying to accomplish. Um, Reengages the the more positive parts of our of our of our neurology and our our and our mind and our thinking processes.
0: In our environment right now, I know that it's not just impacting leaders; it, it's impacting everyone. And there's a lot of pressure on leaders because their teams are looking to them for answers and for guidance, for a sense of stability. Tell me about what leadership purpose does for a leader's team when it's used. How does that impact the team?
1: Yeah, well, it, it impacts it in several ways. Um, number one, I think a great leader is going to model the how to be in this crisis. And, and, and what I mean by that is to um, accept the reality that exists But to not let that reality become um, drama and overreaction, a proper balance, if you will, between what needs to be done, what's prudent to do, and um, um, doing those things without becoming um, hysterical or panicked or begin to – have those thoughts that catastrophize the, the, the situation. Um, the other thing that a leadership purpose does for the team is it sets the leader up to interact with that team in a way that will help calm them. Um, you know, one of the things that we, that, we, that we teach as part of acting on a leadership purpose is great communication skills. And at this time, it's really important for leaders to be listening really close to their people and to hear what their concerns are and to acknowledge those concerns and to recognize that those concerns are real Um, and at the same time help those folks manage that tension that exists between the reality of the situation and catastrophizing the situation. And to live in that space where, um, I recognize things are different and I've got a new reality at this moment that I have to deal with. But if I, if I stay focused on what my objectives are, I stay focused on my why, I stay focused on the things that are in my circle of control, then I will, then I'll, I'll, I'll thrive through this, through this um, period of crisis that we all find ourselves in.
0: Steve, I love what you said about circle of control because um, this week on social media, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners probably saw it, there have been a number of different um, images that have gone around and, and there's different formats to it, but it is a circle. And on the inside of the circle, it's everything I can control, and on the outside of it is everything I can't control. And so the other day I sat down and I made my own, I, I drew my circle, and I listed all the things as it applies to me and used that as I was, you know, trying to get myself back on track and reflecting on my leadership purpose and giving myself permission to not try and control the things that I really can't, which was a process for me. But so I, I just I'm, I'm was delighted to hear you say that because I know for me, using that concept along with my leadership purpose was a really great way for me to anchor myself.
1: Oh, that's a great example, Anna. And, you know, my experience is, both personally and in working with clients, is that when we begin to identify what's within our circle of control and we begin to act on those things, even those things that are in that circle of control that are scary to us or that are – Uh, We see as difficult. Just the mere taking action on those things can bring a sense of relief, can bring a sense of accomplishment, can bring a sense of of um, value uh, that further adds to activating the positive, the positive neuro machinery that that we have that can help us um, build some momentum in in that area. You know, and and the other thing I would say about that is. The more that we act on that inner circle, the more that we actually expand it. We begin to um, create what I call our circle of influence. That we expand that circle of control and begin to identify. We we get up to the edges of that and begin to identify. There there are things outside of this circle of control that I can't control, but there may be some things out there that I can influence, and then that moves. The pendulum if you will away from the negative over into the positive and again helps create that momentum that we all need to that positive momentum that we all need to, to keep moving forward through this.
0: I do wanna I did want to also ask you about who can do leadership purpose. Who can develop it? Who is it good for? Is it just for people in that C suite?
1: Ona, it's a great question, and you know, the way I respond to that is that we're all leaders. A lot of times, when I'm working with a group of business folks, not everybody in the audience is necessarily a leader from an organizational perspective. Meaning, they fall somewhere on that organizational chart as a leader. And sometimes I'll ask the the group, I'll say, raise your hand if you're a leader in this organization, and in a mixed group like that, you know, part of the group will raise their hand if they're one of the identified leaders of of the organization, and then I'll say, well, you know, that was actually a trick question because everybody is a leader, whether you are a leader on the organizational chart or not, we all have leadership roles. Leadership is about influencing people, and we all in an organization have influence. And and so whether you have a official leadership role or not, we all should see ourselves as leaders, leaders of our culture, leaders of the engagement of the folks that we work with, and we should all be striving to have a positive influence on the people around us.
0: That's Great, so don't let your official title limit your uh, awareness of your own impact in your environment.
1: Absolutely. Um, we've had, um, I've had um, groups before where part of the task of the of the group is to help the folks in the group create their own leadership purpose. And um, you know, occasionally we'll have someone in there says, well, I, I, I don't have any direct reports. And I'll say, well, you still need a leadership purpose. Everybody, whether you have direct reports or not, is a leader, and everyone should spend some time thinking about their, their own leadership purpose.
0: Steve, I'm also wondering about where leadership purpose can be used, because um, the, the lines between business and personal have become really blurred. Um, as I said in a previous episode, I have a seven-year-old running around in the background of my home office, and I am working and I am teacher, and and I know that there are countless people who are at the same time wearing multiple hats that aren't just business-related. They're personal as well. Uh, I'm wondering if what your thoughts are around applying purpose outside of the workplace.
1: Well, absolutely. I mean, the purpose, whether we label it a leadership purpose, whether it's a life purpose, whether it's an organizational purpose, whether it's a community purpose, um, however we label it, wherever the focus of that purpose is, it still has its impact if we utilize it in the way that we can benefit from the power of keeping it front and center in our, in our, in our minds and in our, in our thought processes.
0: So it sounds like with so much change in, and even what is work and what is personal and, and all of that, you can, you can use that purpose to help you navigate even if you're switching from one role responsibility to another rapidly. That, that, that we don't have to keep purpose just to work.
1: That's exactly right, yeah, nor would I recommend that. I think we all, um, in the various roles that we have in our life as a as, um, uh, business executive, as mother or father, as um, uh, son or daughter, um, as a community member, we all have leadership opportunities in all those different roles.
0: Well, thank you so much, Steve. We've enjoyed having you on this podcast, as we always do. Uh, In our last minute or two, did you have any other tips or insights that you'd like to share with leaders? Um,
1: You know, I'm going to go back to where we started, Anna, which is don't lose sight of the power of some of the things in in our toolkit that appear to be really simple, Um, and a lot of times those simple tools, something like a leadership purpose, something like listening to your people, um, something like keeping your thinking in a positive direction and taking care of yourself by exercising and doing those things that we know will help you manage stress. Um Don't lose sight of the power that those things have to um help manage the psychological impact of this this pandemic that's impacting all of us and not just our businesses but our communities our families um everything that we that we um hold valuable as humans,
0: really really impactful advice and and i just want to personally thank you uh i i've been really thankful for the opportunity to record these podcasts because you know just for me getting the opportunity to talk to you and and members of the team about this has not only been meaningful for my leadership purpose which is to, to share this information with the world but also just been really insightful to what I'm going through. So uh, a big thank you to you and the team for being willing to share your insights during a time where there's not a lot of of certainty and we're all just figuring this out. So thank you again, Dr. Steve Swavely for joining us.
1: Well, Ana, let me me close by saying, you know, the opportunity to talk about these things does the very, very same thing for us um, as consultants. It helps us keep it alive and well, so it's the and that therein lies the power of contact with other people. When we have these kinds of interactions, they're mutually beneficial. So, so thank you.
0: For our listeners, we also want to thank you for joining us. We are here and we are doing everything we can to support you as you continue to lead yourselves and your teams and your communities. Thank you for all that you do. We are continuing to work to develop content that is going to help empower you to lead in a very effective way during uncertain times. So visit us on the web for more resources. Um, You can visit us at www.bbtleadershipinstitute.com. We've got just a number of articles already up the, my three current favorites that I think if you've enjoyed this episode, you really enjoy is the article entitled Finding Your Leadership Purpose. We've also talked about Steve's white paper, which is a great read. It's called Your Brain on Purpose, The Neuropsychology of Leadership Purpose. And another one that I found really meaningful for me today, and I think is undoubtedly going to be many very meaningful for many of you out there um, in podcast land is life and leadership outside of your comfort zone so you can find all these resources and more on our website under our page uh, publications and research uh, you can also reach out to us and um, let us know you know where you are and, and what your needs are and how we can support you by emailing us at leadership institute at bbnt.com that's leadership institute at Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back soon with another episode. And as you all have heard me say before, Leadership Amplitude is a podcast production of the BB&T Leadership Institute. All rights reserved.